بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the discussion on the subject of dua and last time we spoke about the conditions of dua and in addition to the fact that dua has conditions to it then there also there are etiquettes that makes it perfected and uh, from the etiquettes this is the subject uh, of today's topic is the adab dua the etiquettes and manners of dua from the adab etiquette or manner in dua is praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and making salah upon the Prophet before the dua praising Allah and making salah upon his Prophet before the dua it is reported uh, from Fudala bin Ubaid that while the Prophet was sitting a man came in and he prayed and said Allahumma aghfir li O Allah forgive me warhamni and have mercy upon me the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said <coughs> you hasid if you pray and you sit then praise Allah by all that which he deserves وصلي علي then make salah upon me then invoke him then invoke him so he directed him to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first and then make salah upon him alayhi salatu wassalam then another man came and prayed and this other man praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and made salah upon the Prophet The Prophet told him, Ayyuhal Musalli, Ud'u Tujab. You, the one who prayed, invoke Allah and you will be answered. Invoke Allah and you will be answered. This hadith is reported by a Tirmidhi and by Abu Dawood and Al-Sheikh Al-Bani Rahimahullah said that it is Sahih in Sahih al-Jami' and he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the other hadith reported by Tabarani and others he said kullu dua'in mahjub every dua is hindered meaning from being answered حَتَّى يُصَلَّى عَلَى النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم 
until salah upon the Prophet ﷺ is made. This is reported by At-Tabarani or in At-Tabarani in Al-Awsat and Ali from Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And also uh, in Al-Firdaus by Al-Daylami an Anas. But uh, this is in uh, At-Tirmidhi and Al-Sheikh Al-Albani rahimahullah graded it as Hassan graded it as Hassan as good so this is the first etiquette <coughs> the second etiquette is admitting one's sin and confessing of one's mistakes and wrongdoings and that's why the dua of Yunus alayhi salam Yunus, Prophet Yunus alayhi salam is from the greatest invocations if it is not the greatest why? because it comprised his confession and attestation to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his uniqueness in addition to his confessing his sin and wrongdoing and doing injustice to himself as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding this in Surah Al-Anbiya chapter 21 verse 87 and remember when the noon Yunus, Jonah, when he went off in anger and imagined that we shall not punish him, meaning the calamities which had befallen him, but he cried through the darkness, saying, La ilaha illa anta subhanak. <coughs> Glorified and exalted are you. Truly, I have been of the wrongdoers. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalimeen. Truly I have been of the wrongdoers. Similarly the situation holds regarding the great dua known as Sayyid al-Istighfar. Sayyid al-Istighfar which is most superior. of istighfar asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness <coughs> which is considered the best instruction and one of the causes for its merits is that it involves the confession concerning sin and wrongdoing as came in the hadith of Shaddad bin Aus radiallahu anhu from the Prophet that he said Sayyid al-Istighfar Sayyid 
Sayyid al-Istighfar, the most superior of Istighfar, is for the slave to say, uh, check volume 8, uh, hadith uh, 318 in Sahih Bukhari, is for the slave to say, Allahumma anta rabbi, O oh Allah, you are my Rabb, la ilaha illant, there is no true God but you. There is no true God worthy of worship but you. خلقتني وأنا عبدك You created me and I am your slave. وأنا على عهدك ووعدك ما استطعت. And I am وأنا على عهدك ووعدك ما استطعت and I'm keeping to your covenant as much as possible or able to أعوذ بك من شر ما صنعت I seek refuge in you from the evil I had done أبوء لك بنعمتك علي I testify or confess of your favor upon me and I admit and acknowledge and so Abu Bidambi and I confess to my sin Fagfirli so forgive me and no one forgives sins except you. The Prophet said if somebody recites it during the day في النهار موقنا بها فمات من يومه قبل أن يمسي فهو من أهل الجنة If somebody recites it during the day with firm faith in it and dies on the same day before the evening he will be from the people of paradise ومن قالها من الليل وهو موقن بها فمات قبل أن يصبح فهو من أهل الجنة And if somebody recites it at night with firm faith in it and dies before the morning he will be from the people of paradise so this is the second the second etiquette or manner the third one is being in a state of humbleness and calmness with hope and fear with hope and fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described his prophets alayhim salam as in surah al-anbiya 2190 innahum kanu yusari'una fil khayrati 
ويدعوننا رغبا ورهبا وكانوا لنا خاشعين So he answered this, his call and we bestowed upon him Yahya today where he said verily they used to hasten on to do good deeds and they used to call on us with hope and fear and they used to call on us with hope and fear and used to humble themselves before us this is the point of evidence verily they used to hasten on to do good deeds and they used to call on us with hope and fear and used to humble themselves before us. This is the third etiquette. The fourth etiquette, having firmness and determination when making the dua or concerning the issue. As in the hadith, reported by Bukhari and Muslim and in Bukhari volume 8 uh, hadith 351 Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said la yaqulanna ahadukum allahumma aghfir li in shi't allahumma arhamni in shi't liyazim al-mas'ala fainnahu la mustat None of you should say, O oh Allah, forgive me if you wish. None of you should say, O oh Allah, forgive me if you wish. O oh Allah, be merciful to me if you wish. But he should always appeal to Allah with determination. With determination. For nobody can force Allah to do something against his will. Nobody can force Allah to do something against His will. This is the fourth etiquette, having firmness and determination when making the dua or concerning the issue. And the fifth one, the fifth etiquette is insistence in dua. Insistence in dua. This is from the beautiful etiquettes, which indicates the true hope for that which is with Allah Azza wa Jal. In addition to the fact that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala loves those insisting in du'a, as came in the Hadith of Aisha, radiyallahu taala anha. And this hadith is reported in At-Tabarani and others. And Ad-Du'a'u, the sixth sixth manner or etiquette, Making dua under all circumstances, under all circumstances, meaning at times of ease, at times of difficulty, 
under hardship. Because of the hadith reported by Abi Huraira, he said that the Messenger وسلم, said من سره أن يستجيب الله له عند الشدائد والكرب فليكثر من الدعاء في الرخاء Whoever is pleased that Allah or wants is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responds to his dua at times of hardship and distress then let him make abundant dua at the times of ease I have to mention that with respect to the narration by, by Aisha which we mentioned earlier we didn't mention concerning the degree of the hadith uh, this hadith in Allah yuhibbul mulahin Allah loves those who insist in dua as I said it's reported in At-Tabarani fi dua and Al-Uqayli in Al-Du'afa Al-Kabir wa Ibn Udayf Al-Kamir and others from the way of Baqi ibn al-Walid and who said that Yusuf bin al-Safr عن al-Awza'i عن al-Zuhri عن Urwa عن Aisha then he reported it Al-Hafid ibn Hajar said in his book Al-Fatih that the Tabarani reported it in the dua with good chain trustworthy chain of narrators except that there is uh, the point of known in hadith as from Aisha and there is criticism also by others to the narration and some had declared it weak and others considered it inauthentic and some of the scholars even considered it to be uh, fabricated This is with respect to the status of this narration. We continue then with respect to the sixth manner. We said the sixth manner is the dua under all circumstances. The seventh is avoiding dua against one's family, one's wealth, and one's self. Why? Because the objective of the dua is to seek what is beneficial and to ward off harm. And making dua against one's family, wealth and self, there is no benefit in that. Rather, this is pure harm. 
upon the person. What he is going to gain from the corruption, for example, of his family, or destruction of his wealth, or of himself, etc. And that's why in the hadith reported by Muslim, or in collected in, by Muslim, the Prophet ﷺ said, لا تدعوا على أنفسكم Do not invoke Allah against yourselves. ولا تدعوا على أولادكم And don't invoke Allah against your children. ولا تدعوا على أموالكم And don't invoke Allah against your wealth. Lest you may meet an hour where you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and He will respond to you. So this is the seventh etiquette. The eighth etiquette is to repeat the dua three times. To repeat the dua three times. To repeat the invocation three times. As reported in Sahih Muslim from the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud, the lengthy hadith of Ibn Mas'ud. And that's when the Prophet ﷺ finished his salah, he raised his voice, then he invoked Allah against Quraysh. And that when he used to make dua, he used to make it in thrice. Then he said in his dua, ثُمَّ قَالْ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَيْكَ بِقُرَيْشِ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَيْكَ بِقُرَيْشِ اللَّهُمَّ عَلَيْكَ بِقُرَيْشِ The ninth etiquette is to face the Qibla. Face the Qibla. And in the hadith reported by Al-Bukhari and Muslim, and it is in Al-Bukhari volume 8, hadith 354, and Abdullah bin Zayd radiallahu anhu qal, kharaja al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إلى هذا المصلى يستسقي فدعا واستسقى ثم استقبل القبلة وقلب رداءه The Prophet ﷺ came to the musalla and then he made dua and sought Allah for rain then he directed himself towards the qibla and turned his the upper garment inside out. Allah's Messenger went out to this musalla praying place to offer the prayer of istisqa, seeking Allah for rain. He invoked Allah for rain and then faced the qibla and turned his rida, his upper garment inside out.
The tenth etiquette is raising the hands with dua. Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu said da'an nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim da'an nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then he raised his hands wara'aytu bayada ibtayh and I saw the whiteness of his armpits and in the hadith of Ibn Umar reported by al-Bukhari and also An-Nasai, the hadith of Ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with both of them, said that Rafa'a Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu raised his hands, وقال, Allahumma inni abra'u ilayka mimma sana'a khalid, wa Allah I seek, I declare myself, free of what? Khalid had Also from the hadith of Salman al-Farisi radiyallahu anhu reported by Abu Dawood and al-Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah and al-Sheikh al-Albani considered it as sahih or hasan rather good in Sahih al-Jami' the hadith of Salman that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said inna rabbakum tabaraka wa ta'ala hayyun kareem your rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala most blessed and most high is hayyi One is bashful and generous. يستحي من عبده إذا رفع يديه إليه. He's shy if he's a slave for his slave to, to to raise his hands to him and then turns them empty. This raising of the hands. Applies to the general dua. Applies to the general dua. And to all cases where there is proof to raise the dua, to raise the hands in dua. Like, for example, raising the hands in dua while on the Safa and Marwa and in Istisqa seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for rain Yawm uh, al-Jum'ah the day of Jum'ah Istisqa while making the Khutbah why we say this because there are Invocations where hands are not raised, like the dua upon entrance to the to the house, 
or leaving one's house, going out, or upon entrance to the toilet, or leaving it, upon leaving it. There is no proof for raising the dua under such situation, raising the hands rather under such situations. So therefore the guiding or the guidance in this is raising the hands is applicable to in cases of general dua or when there is a proof uh, indicating as such. From the etiquette is using the siwak, using the siwak to brush one's uh, teeth. And this is directed in the following manner. The dua is worship by the tongue and cleaning the mouth uh, when making the dua is a good etiquette and that's why the sunnah is replete regarding the legality of using the siwak for salah and the reason is to clean the place where the dhikr is going to be established in the salah where the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to be established. From the etiquettes of dua is to introduce before the dua a righteous deed. To introduce a righteous deed. Like giving and charity or doing good to a poor person, or offering to rakah, or fasting, so that these righteous deeds be means for the dua to be answered. The evidence for this is in the hadith of the three who went into a cave and a rock fell and closed the entrance to the cave and so they were trapped there and we discussed this hadith in the classes before the Prophet ﷺ told us that each one of them sought means of nearness to Allah by a righteous deed which he did sincerely for Allah's sake and Allah then accepted the dua of each person and made the rock move away finally and they came out safe. So this is a manner or etiquette to introduce a righteous deed before one's dua. From the thirteenth etiquette is al-wudu. Al-wudu. 
making wudu, the ritual purification. As in the hadith of Abi Musa al-Ash'ari, which is in al-Bukhari and in Muslim, may Allah be pleased with him, after the Prophet ﷺ finished from the uh, expedition of Hunayn, the battle of Hunayn, and in the hadith, فَدَعَى بِمَاءٍ He called for water to be brought, فَتَوَضَّأَ So he made wudu, then he raised his hands and said, اللهم اغفر لعبيد بن عامر Oh Allah forgive عبيد بن عامر ورأيت بياض ابطيه And I saw the whiteness of his armpits The 14th etiquette One's aim should be good One's objective should be good. Like if one puts an objective as a means of nearness to Allah, if his dua is answered, that a righteous deed may be manifested. Like, for example, saying, Allahumma rzuqni malan, O Allah, give me wealth so I can spend it in ways of truth and to help by it your deen, Islam. Or, O oh Allah, bestow upon me knowledge so that I can teach it, teach your deen to the people and spread goodness. O oh Allah, bestow upon me a good husband or a good wife so that I suffice myself and protect myself from falling into haram and so forth. This is indicated as in the dua of Musa alayhi salam in Surah Taha in Surah Taha 20 chapter 20 Verses 25 to 35. Kala Rabbish Musa said, Oh my Rabb, oh my Lord, open for me my chest. Grant me self-confidence, contentment, and boldness, and ease my task for me, and make loose the knot, the defect from my tongue, that they understand my speech, and appoint for me a helper from my family, Harun, my brother. Increase my strength with him, and let him share my task of conveying 
Allah's message that we may glorify you much and remember you much verily you are of us ever a well seer what was the outcome what was the outcome Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered his request and bestowed favor upon him And this is also indicated by the hadith of Ibn Amr radiallahu anhuma <coughs> which is reported in Abu Dawood and Shaykh al-Albani rahimahullah considered it as Hassan good. He said that the Prophet sallallahu said if anyone of you comes to visit an ill person then let him say Invoke Allah saying, Allahumma shfi abdaka fulan. O oh Allah, have <coughs> bestow your healing upon such and such person. Yanka ulaka aduan, so that he can stand to defeat an enemy of you. Aw yamshi laka ila salah, or that he walks to offer salah for you. These are 14 manners. In dua, and there is more, but inshallah ta'ala sufficient for uh, today, and then we will continue uh, these manners in the next talk, inshallah ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a benefit for myself and uh, for all of you. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad. على آله وصحبه وسلم